you know, there are a lot of good things about this time of year. I mean, the stock market's good. We've got a change of weather. Uh, the holidays are right around the corner. But the bad thing is, you're getting bugged. I know, just like I am. It's it's time. It's it's time to sign up for health care. It's the what do they call it? The open enrollment season. And you look at it, you put it off, and then you look at it, and it's so incredibly confusing that you put it off more. Well, it turns out small businesses have the same problems that you and I do. And Chris Gay is the CEO of a company that was put together really to, to make it easier for them, which hopefully makes it easier for us. Chris Gay is the co-founder of Every Health, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. So we were talking. We were talking to you about this time last year. I guess you were just getting the the company started, and you were targeting, as I remember, sort of small to intermediate sized businesses, and going after their insurance enrollment. How's how's business? It's business as well. And to your point, we focus on companies with a hundred or more employees. We call them mid sized companies. And and so you you find the programs for them. I mean, you're not an insurance company. You match them with insurance companies. Well, we are an insurance company. We do it all. Uh, we feel the need to uh, address every problem as best we can so we can deliver higher quality medical care for people. So how do you wake up one day and just become an insurance company? Well, you don't. It takes several years. But the whole process started because I lost a friend to a, a small health care dysfunction, and my wife similarly lost a, a dear friend of hers to a series of small health care dysfunctions. And we decided that's got to stop. And is there a way to make it simple? There is. Absolutely. We believe we've made it simpler. Uh, think of us as the Apple uh, iTunes approach to healthcare. If you stay within our ecosystem, you get higher quality healthcare and a better user experience that costs far less. However, our industry by and large thrives on complexity and a lack of transparency. And as a consequence, it's very confusing for most people and it's very expensive. But everybody wants to, seems to want to get in this business. I, I, in fact, I was intrigued by a story uh, Tuesday. Amazon, which just recently got out of the healthcare business, well, actually, that's not true. They bought, I think, one medical, but they got out of the telehealth business. And then I see they're getting back into the telehealth business with, I don't know, acne and hair loss and some other online services. But, but are they trying to turn it into a commodity? I don't know what they're trying to do. They've had more than one attempt at addressing some of the challenges they see with their own employee workforce at Amazon. Uh, however, their current approach we see is treating the symptom rather than disease. Um, those are small edge markets and, and very lucrative for them to address, but don't, uh, don't really address core systemic issues. Uh, they're not going to help you when you have cancer. They're not going to help you when you have a premature baby. We need infusions regularly. And those are all things that we have to address as a community. So is the, high, the, the idea to get a bunch of companies together and you, you, in essence, are being able to drive down costs for them? Yes. So we insure employer groups, any company with more than 100 employees. And our job is to encourage care, not to deny it. So when, when you have a, think of it as a vertically integrated approach like we have at Every Health, we're able to save up to 30 points of margin through the use of technology and product design and our own dedicated network. And we're able to share a lot of those savings with the employer and the employees. So everyone gets healthier and happier employees, and we're able to share the savings. So I guess the key is the the software and, and trying to keep up, because they keep changing the rules on this all the time. 
the rules do change frequently. Uh, it's a large regulated industry. Software is really important. You know, with software, we can automate a lot of things that humans currently do. And that may seem very obvious to the rest of us and, and your listeners, but you have to keep in mind that the healthcare industry still runs on fax machines. It's like 1980 is state of the art. And as a consequence, there's a huge amount of overhead and administrative tasks um, that really are better done by computers. And so any efficiency there, we're able to pass on the savings to our customers. Well, and, and if memory serves your overhead, the way you envision this, your overhead was going to be really low. And uh, streamlined so. number of employees, that sort of How's it working out? It's working out very well. Now, we've grown uh, several times now over the past 18 months. We're pretty pleased. We're expanding statewide. So we started in Dallas, and it went well enough in Dallas and Fort Worth that we're now expanding into Austin, San Antonio, and Houston. And I think since we last spoke, we also became the first startup health plan in the nation to receive our NCQA accreditation. Which what is, is that? kind of the good housekeeping uh, seal for medical quality. So how do you solicit business? You, I mean, if you decide to go into Austin or Houston, how do you how do you make a presence? We work with brokers, so we're broker friendly. So uh, we'll also work with some groups on a direct basis. We leave it up to the employer group, whichever they prefer. But we're broker friendly, and that's where we get ninety percent of our business. So is this the uh, is this as bad a time of year for them and for you as it is for us for the consumer trying to? Try to go through this open enrollment, which doesn't seem very open at all. It is a very busy time. So for many of the employer groups, roughly 60%, 60 to 65% of businesses in Texas change their employer health plan or renew it uh, on a calendar year basis. So there's a huge amount. Do of they put it out for bid? or? Yeah, they, that's basically what they do. Their, their broker will take it out to bid and place it to markets. Every health is one of those markets. And, you know, if the market wants to respond to it, they put a proposal together and pricing and goes back and forth. And then after that, if you make a selection, then you got to do the enrollment. Just like we do as individuals, if we enroll over the exchange markets, employers have to enroll all of their employees. And that typically takes 30 to 60 days, depending upon the planning. I know you guys were working on this company pre-COVID, but you brought it out sort of post-COVID, assuming COVID's been over a year. Um did the business change uh, through COVID? There are not many things that didn't. The business did change, um, and because of the industry. Uh, we at Every didn't change, maybe the better way to phrase that. We didn't change, but the industry changed and accelerated several trends. Uh, one of those trends is the move to digital healthcare. And so that shift in uh, telehealth is just part of that. But more than just telehealth, uh, digital care plans and wellness programs for everything from pregnancy to smoking cessation, all of those have increased in the pace of adoption. And that is beneficial, hugely beneficial to society and for us as individuals. We get seen faster um, and at a lower cost for many of our needs in the healthcare system. And that drives down costs across the board. You know, adoption is really the key there, isn't it? Because this it technology, the, the, the wherewithal to do this has been around for a long time, but people didn't want to do it, just like people didn't want sure. to take a picture of a check. Yes, people hate change. <laughs> they really resist change, even when it's good for them. So the way we encourage people to do this um, at Every Health is we incentivize. Um, first, we, we make it free. 
There's no copays, no deductibles to use all of our digital healthcare. It's all embedded at no additional charge. And then above and beyond that, if you use it, we incentivize you. For instance, you'll get 50 or $100 based upon milestone progress, progress with any of your wellness plan vendors that you're, you're, you're working with. And an individual can earn up to $1,000 per year and spend that on groceries and diapers and other things. So you're coming up on, on a retention period, I guess, because you've been been in business for a year. Are you, are you keeping them? Yeah, we're real pleased. In fact, we're growing. Um, we're growing quite a bit. The, the key there, we believe, has been this opinionated walled garden approach to healthcare that we'll be the experts so you don't have to be the experts. And we've done our best to create a curated approach and we incentivize you to do it. And those rewards cards are really important. It's like we're gamifying healthcare to encourage you and incentivize you in the sustainment of your own health. And, and anything you can do to make this process easier for all is greatly appreciated. Chris Gazy, uh, co-founder, chief executive officer of Every Health. It's good to visit with you again. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, David. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.